Hey guys, Linda Antwi here, 90 Day the Melanated Way. We are talking all things 90 Day Fiance. This episode, guys, I don't know, I have so much to talk about. I don't even know where to start. But before I get started, uh, I do want to give a shout out to my day ones and my list, Tessa, Julissa, Linda, Lydia, Crystal, Amanda, Raydella. Shout out to you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. What up, live chat? Um, and anyone on Facebook, hey, Facebook. So overall thoughts about this episode, a lot of foundation laying, a lot of um, ungratefulness, and a lot of change. I think that, that that was the biggest thing, that there was a lot of change going on. And even though the couples were reuniting, there was still stuff, even like some of them been together for years, but because it's been long distance, they really haven't spend enough time together and they don't know each other enough. So, you know, it was a lot. So let's just jump into it. Brandon and Julia. So she spent one full night in America. They're in Washington, DC. They have 89 days to wed. And he's up early. I thought that was really sweet that he went and got like coffee and tea and breakfast for her because, you know, obviously she's still jet lagged. Um, but no, Mother Betty has a whole full day planned for them. And apparently she's got three minutes to get ready and she's still laying in the bed. And Julia really wants to just spend some time with her fiance. She wants some alone time and she wants to be able to just hang out with him, probably, you know, get over her jet lag and just spend time. But Betty comes knocking at the door. Betty and Ron are ready to roll. And, you know, she wants to play like the good daughter-in-law and go along with stuff. But she also wants Brandon to talk to his mom and say, hey, listen, I'm not okay with sleeping in a separate room. We're about to be married. And so this is just not okay for me. And I was surprised that Brandon actually did it, but we'll get to that. So they get up and they meet up with the parents and it was interesting to me and I want to know what you guys' thoughts are. So I'm finding a lot of this in this episode where Julie is all smiley, smiley in the parents' face and then behind doors she's saying a bunch of different stuff. Like she doesn't want to hang out with the parents really. She'd rather just stay home. But as soon as that door flang opened, she was like all hugs. Hey, good morning, all of that. And it just seemed a little superficial, seemed a little bit fake. And I want to know what you guys think. Like, was she just being cordial or did it seem a little fake to you? Let me know in the live chat. Let me know in the comments below if you're watching the replay on YouTube. Um, so they go out and she is in the car. And just like uh, Yara, she makes the comment, uh, why do people run but they're fat and Americans are fat? Which brings me to my first question. Is there an American stereotype of being overweight? Is there an American stereotype of being overweight? So like, what are your guys' thoughts on this? When I first moved here from Canada, um, I did notice that everything is like supersized. Like the sizes are just, the portions are bigger. You get more for your, your money. Um, and food is like cheaper for the most part, like fast food and all of that stuff. So like, do you think that there's an American stereotype around the world that Americans tend to be overweight? That is my first question. Let me know in the live chat, guys. Let me know uh, in the comments below. And 
as you guys think about that, uh, they're sightseeing. They're in Washington, D.C., and they see the White House. They're seeing the Lincoln Memorial, all of that stuff. And Julia pulls out her, and I'm like this too, guys. I like to take pictures all day. Like my phone gets full because I take so many pictures, but she wants to take pictures everywhere. And I, I love that about her. Um, but they think it's kind of weird, like every five seconds that she wants to take photos. So she's taking these photos and her and Ron decide that they're going to go get burgers, which is her favorite food, while Brandon sits and talks with Betty over this situation of sleeping in separate rooms. And Betty's not budging. She's not budging. She's like, it's a respect thing. I thought she understood. I thought we were all on the same page. And I don't want to hear you guys. And what was interesting to me, you guys, is that she even said that she's not comfortable with it. It doesn't feel right. And she said it might not even feel right when you're married. And it's a red flag to her. Like, wait, what? Wait, what? You're not going to let Brandon and his wife Sleep in the same room? Okay, calm down. Crystal, in answer to our question, says 100% yes, but when I go to other places, I wonder all where all the fat folk like me are. <laughs> Crystal, you're ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and Amanda says, how do you not see the Lincoln Memorial when you're there, Brandon, was like eating lunch and saying that they had dinner reservations? Um, I noticed that too, Linda, she's very protective of Brandon. Protective or overprotective? And, you know, remembering from the last two episodes that Brandon is her only child. Um, and it looks like maybe she had Brandon a little bit later in life. So maybe she's just really attached to him and she's really not ready to let the strings go. And maybe we're seeing a little bit of like, I love a mama's boy situation going on there. Um, but yeah, I think that Betty has some tight reins on Brandon. It's giving me some Colt Debbie vibes. It's, it's giving me uh, some Shaquib vibes from I Love a Mama, Mama's Boy. Like there's something there that it's not like he's afraid of her, but they're very close. And I understand that like only child situation where you're just very close because that's your only child. Hey, Kimberly. Hey, Rodella. Uh, Rodella says it's creepy. So I don't know. I think that uh, there's something going on there, but it looks like Mother Betty um, is not about to allow them to sleep in the same room. And she's like, well, maybe when we get to the house, she'll love her room and all is good and we're all good to go. So why don't we wait till then? Um, and then they're sitting on the bench, they're having their lunch, and Mother Betty is like pointing out all the things they're about to see. And I was shocked that Brandon's like, well, no, we're gonna head back. I made dinner reservations for me and Julie. I was shocked, y'all. I was shocked. I was like, wait, what? Is, does Brandon have a backbone? Wait, what? And lo and behold, he, him and Julia went off. They went for dinner and he wanted to spend some time and talk about you know, what he talked about with Betty and uh, Julia, she stood firm too. She was like, hey, listen, so what's the situation? Did you talk to your parents? Did you talk to Betty? And he was like, yeah, but she's not budging. Um, and she and Julia's like, well, listen, either we leave or we stay. If we leave, 
we have money problems because Brandon's like, I'm out of money. We have to stay there. And if we stay, we're going to have mom problems. So either way, we're going to have problems. And I'm thinking that she'd rather have the money problems than the mom problems because it was like, I think she's over it. And she's only been here all for one day. Um, but she was really surprised that Brandon had no money. And I was like, are you surprised though? Because apparently from what we're understanding, he paid for all your trips. He paid for the whole K-1 visa process. So, you know, he's 27. He works at the family business. I I'm assuming that he spent all his money on that because the K-1 visa process is not cheap. And, you know, flying around the world for two people is not cheap either. So are you surprised? Like, I mean, I hate to say this, but like, what, where are your savings? And like, can you contribute? And hey, Jalisa, can you contribute to to moving out? Because if you can't, then y'all better stay where you have cheap rent because rent is cheap. It is not cheap anywhere. And I agree with Brandon, like be financially stable so that you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay your rent because that's stressful in and of itself. You can probably, you know, have a workaround with your mother-in-law, but, you know, if you get evicted, you get evicted just saying um so yeah uh Kimberly says she thinks he's rich sure he, she sure does and again my question is hey y'all my question is what does she bring to the table as well right so if you've moved here did you save up a little bit since you weren't buying the the plane tickets and and I'm assuming I don't know this for sure, but you weren't contributing to the K-1 visa process. Like, what are you bringing to the table? And if you're bringing something to the table, then that's great too, because then the two of you can put your money together, and maybe you can move out quicker. I don't know. Moving on, um, Raydella says he he set that expectation. Okay, I and I think that's fair. Maybe he did, um, but again. There are a lot of demands there, and it sounds to me like there's some communication that needs to go on on exactly what are the expectations of, of not only the relationship, but the wedding moving forward. Like, what exactly do you guys plan? Is, uh, is she staying a stay-at-home mom, and you work? Like, kids, no kids, like, all of that. You guys can't even decide on this whole birth control thing. Like... Someone's going to have to have some conversations because, you know, like I keep saying, it's not like you're 18. Y'all are like 27 and 25. So someone's going to have that adult conversation. Uh, <laughs> Kimberly says, you know that she's bringing that WAP and that's about it. Girl, yes. And if you haven't gone to our social media, I posted a couple of um, things about her and, you know, I'm not saying like having a tongue ring makes you a certain way. I'm not saying like, you know, shirt off, not shirt off, but like, and not topless, but you know what I mean? Makes you a certain way, but like you're bringing the sexy to the table. I'm all about that. Bring the sexy, own it, love it. And like Kimberly says, maybe that's what she's bringing to the table. And we talked about that uh, after the first episode, because, you know, Brandon has had limited experiences with relationships. So she laid it down and he picked it up and he's hooked. So, uh, yeah, you're probably right, Kimberly, 100%. Let's move on to Yara and Jovi and Gwen. So they're going to the Bayou to meet his mom. And Jovi tells, first of all, Jovi, you should know better. You should know your woman. 
and you should know that she's like a little bit high maintenance. She likes the good life. So you telling her you're, you're from the swamp and she's going to go sleep in the swamp is already going to be a problem for her. You need to wrap that up with a nice pink bow in a better way. But you didn't. So she's having a moment where she's saying that she didn't agree to stay there. She starts like hiding in the closet as he's trying to pack her stuff. I thought that was hilarious, you guys. Um, we're not getting to meet his dad because apparently his dad is on a boat um, off the coast of Alaska. And uh, But Jovi really wants Yara to meet his mom. So they head over there. And uh, it was a little awkward when they were coming in. And... Uh, Mom's cool. Mom's doing mom's do. She's making some food for them. Uh, the free kasha, which is a stew. Um, and uh, Gwen says if she doesn't like it, she's got some fruit or whatever that she can have, which I thought was very kind of her. Uh, and I noticed that Jovi was already drinking. He's in the kitchen. He's got his beer and he's kicking it and he's trying to see if these two are going to get along he gets a call or a text or something from work so he has to step away and they have a little bit of small talk Gwen and Yara and Gwen she gets I like her I already like her she gets directly to her point um she gets directly to her point she's like hey you know Jovi told me that you are having some reservations about staying the night. And Yara's like, yeah, because, you know, I don't know if I'm going to feel comfortable. And Gwen was like, well, you know, basically my home is your home. So feel comfortable. And, you know, the way we do it is if we're out and we're probably partying and drinking, we just stay wherever. And, and she wants to make sure that people feel like that her home is open to her loved ones. And so I thought that was nice of Gwen to really try to make her feel welcome there. Um, Crystal says, my only concern is a southerner. I have a question. How's the food not seasoned? You should be able to smell the seasoning from afar. <laughs> and Belly says, when they were eating, I was wondering if they had flavor, but Yara later confirmed my suspicions. And Kimberly says, mama can't cook. Jovi's taste buds have long been dead to anything but liquor. Y'all are hard. And then Jaleesa says, uh, I almost wonder if it was too rich. And Kimberly says, facts. I died laughing when I saw the spices on the table. So apparently the consensus is that Gwen's, and if you guys from the South, am I saying it right? Is it free cast, free casu, free casu? stew um i guess it's supposed to be a little bit more tastier than it was and a little bit more spicy and i mean you're in new orleans if you're born and raised in new orleans isn't like it a fact that you can cook and you can cook with spices because isn't that what new orleans is known for all the great yummy tasty southern food so i'm a bit surprised by that because you know he's from there she's from there so uh, i don't know i don't know y'all a little questionable but so Joby leaves and uh, mom and Yara are talking and then Joby comes back he has to leave early we found out so remember 
they have uh, their 90 days and for 30 of those days, he's going to be away. And it looks like he's leaving earlier than later. So apparently he was supposed to leave on the 28th, but now he might be leaving on the 24th of the 20th. And Yara's pissed off about that. She thinks it should be about her first and them spending time together. And then he goes to work. But I was like, um, someone's got to pay the bills. He just got a new apartment. You don't have your green card. You don't have a work permit. So someone's going to have to keep the lights on at that apartment. It's clear that you won't stay at mama's house. So someone's got to be flexible. And it sounds to me like, Yara, that flexibility is going to have to be on your end since not that you're not bringing anything to the table, but you're not working yet. And if you're not working yet, then you can't really be dictating as far as I'm concerned. But what do you guys think? Do you think that is a bad move that he's leaving a little bit early? And it's already, you know, hard, but we've seen that before. We've seen it with uh, Tanya and Sinjin. Tanya went off for 30 days. They're still married, so it's possible. And Yara and Jovi have been together for some time now. So it's not like they just met. Like when we get to Andrew um, and Amira and their three-day proposal, um, y'all are st still stuck on the food. Kimberly says she can bring wine to my potluck, but that's it. Uh, and then, oh, you guys, okay, so I'm supposed to say with the French flair, uh, fricasse, fricasse. Better, Crystal, is that better? Um, Amanda wants to know, do you guys think he doesn't have a car? If he travels for work and then goes away the other time, he might not have one. I think he has a car. I think he has a car uh, that he doesn't have to use all the time, which is great because of Yara. Well, actually, it's not going to be great because she won't be able to drive anyways because she can't get her driver's license without being a resident. So, I mean, she can drive. She's better not get caught. Um, so they're sitting at dinner. Gwen wants to know about this wedding, and you know, they would like to. She would like to have the wedding at the house. I thought it was really fucked up, you guys. And excuse my language, for Jovi to be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm just gonna sit back and let y'all work it out." Um, I was like. That's really not cool of you. It's your mom and it's your fiance, so you better have an opinion. And yet he just sat there, had his drink, was eating his food. And Gwen's like, I would love to have someone here. And Yara explained that, you know, she didn't think it was fair to have a wedding there and only have one side of the family and not her family being able to come. So she'd rather have her wedding in Vegas where no family can come, which I honestly don't get. Like I get going to Vegas having a great time. But I personally think it's a little selfish that, you know, like if grandma and grandpa can't travel to Vegas and they're right there and that's where you're going to be living, like why not just have the wedding there and then party in Vegas? That way, you know, the family can be involved because the family's going to be a big part of it. And like Gwen said, you chose to come here. You chose to move here. So you know what that was going to entail. So I don't know. I think it's a little bit selfish on Yara's part to be like, if my family can't come, your family can't come. Kind of effed up, really. Um, so then Gwen's like, okay, well, she's trying to be understanding. I understand that. I understand that you're saying, 
hey, listen, my family can't come, so cool. But I would still like to have like a wedding party or something little so that the family is involved. And Yara doesn't even want to do that, you guys. She doesn't even want to do that. Like, what? Why are you being that way? That's my question. Like, really, why are you being that way? Uh, hi, Tanisha. Hey, girl, hey. Uh, Jovi is whack. I expected nothing less from him. And Crystal says he wants to spend the night so he doesn't have to go back home drunk, which I think is great. Don't drink and drive. It's very responsible. He knows that he's a drinker and he knows that he shouldn't be on the road. So Kimberly says Jovi needs AA. He does seem to drink a lot. And Tanisha says, also sidebar with my Canadian self, how were they planning a wedding in Vegas? What part of COVID is this? Vegas is doing weddings. Uh, oh, hey, Master of Blackjack. Aw, Master of Blackjack, I first met when I did my Antonio interview. Welcome back. We are talking 90 Day Fiance because we love 90 Day Fiance here. So y'all welcome Master of Blackjack and Tanisha uh, to our live chat. Um. Kimberly says, I think she would be miserable trying to play bride when her family isn't here. But Kimberly, don't you think she's just a miserable person in a way? Like she kind of is just high maintenance and wants her way or no way, which is what I want to bring up when she talked about how he should know that when she says no, she means no, and she's not going to change her mind. No is no. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, Yara, I see you. Um, and just so you know, master of blackjack, Kimberly is in Vegas and Vegas is, or I don't know if Kimberly's in Vegas, but she's saying that Vegas is doing weddings right now. And I actually knew that because a friend of mine said that his friend is getting married in April and Vegas is open for weddings. So, so be it. Um, so Here's another situation where I thought it was interesting. So I thought that Yara was polite to say that she liked the stew. But then after they had their little wine down in the living room, they went back to the bedroom. Um, and, you know, Joby wants to know what she thought. Like, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And she's like, well, should I tell you? And he's like, yeah. Well, I thought the, your food, mom's food was not good. It was like tasteless. Um, and she doesn't like uh, La Rosa. She doesn't like the area. She thinks it's a place where everyone comes to die. Um, and she said that his mom was nice, but she was pushy and she was pushing about the wedding. And why should she talk about the wedding? Why don't she want to let's talk about me and get to know me, which was a fair fact, I thought. Like, get to know me. Like, I know where you're from. Like, what are your interests? Like, what do you want to do here? What are your goals? that type of thing. But I also understand that they only have 90 days to get married. So like, what are y'all doing? There is some urgency to it. Um, and then she talked about, Yara talked about not having the wedding there and no means no, and that she doesn't want to get married in a trailer park. Now you guys, is Yara doing the most? Is she doing the most with her demands or did Jovi know what he was getting into because I don't think that she's changed. I think that this is just who she is. She wants what she wants. And she, she in her mind thinks America means a better life. And so what do you guys think? Like, do you think that she's doing the most with 
because she's not complaining because I want to talk about complaining and Natalie, but she's more like direct. She likes what she likes and that's it. So she wants to come to America and have a high life. And I noticed like she has like her Gucci and her LV and all of that stuff. Everything is labeled, um, but she's really not trying to live a subpar life, I guess I'll say. But the thing is, just like the stereotype that we talked about earlier, where people think that Americans are overweight, I also think that people think that America is, is all money and that everyone has money. Hey, Lita. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, everyone shout out Lita. Lita has been a godsend. She's been helping with me with all my graphics. Um, she's She did all my new logos. So if you saw my logos, the new ones, that's Lita's work. And um, the new graphics that you see in the beginning of our videos, that's Lita's work. So definitely check it out. Um, I pop her screen name, Instagram, go hit her up, made by Sheila Lita. Check her out for sure, for sure, because her stuff is awesome. I appreciate you. Um, so back to what I was thinking. So I'm thinking that she has an over expectation of what Jovi's going to be able to provide. I think that she's thinks she's coming to live at a mansion. I think that she feels like she's going to have unlimited money available for her to do it and see and have whatever she wants. And I think that she's going to be in for a rude awakening. So what do you guys think? Do you think that that's pretty accurate? Uh, Crystal says, I feel like she has a bit more tact than Natalie, though. Yara is having a private on-camera convo with Jovi. Natalie tells everyone how she feels, even stranger she's waiting on her damn ring. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. Um, so, yeah. So, she's not impressed. And she did end up staying the night, which I thought was good of her. But I also think, too, that she they're going to have some issues on what the expectations are in this relationship. Just like Brandon and Julia, Yara and Jovi are going to have those same issues, I think. They're going to have the same issues like, you came here, excuse me, you think I'm full of money, and you think it's going to go one way, and it might not be that way. And so I think that they might be into a rude awakening. Moving on to Andrew and Amira. So we get to meet Andrew and Amira for the first time, episode three. Uh, Andrew's 32. He lives at home and runs a daycare with his mom, Lori. We see him come out in this crown outfit and automatically I thought Game of Thrones. Um, and I was going to talk shit, but then I found out that it was story time for the kids. So I won't. I won't be that jerk um, because he was doing it for the kids. Uh <laughs> We found out that he works 12 to 13 hour days. He's a little bit of a loner. Um, he says he's dated lots of women, but for some reason it's never worked out with local women and he's tried online dating. That hasn't really worked out for him either. So he went to an international dating website and uh, met Amira. He wants a relationship. He's ready to settle down. He wants to have a family. And obviously, you know, he wants to have kids. And what I liked about Andrew is some of the stuff that he was saying. So when he talked about running the daycare and, you know, a lot of men are not in that, that uh, field of work and having a strong male figure is important and all of that stuff. 
I just thought that that was great. So he gets on this website and Amir is on the website. We know that Amir is from Samir, France. And uh, she went on this website like two for, she'd been on the website for like a couple of years. And then she met Andrew and they've been dating for two years, long distance. And we see like the, a little bit of their courtship and then they have their first video conference. And you guys, I was so confused because that first talk that they had, uh, FaceTime talk that they had, why did he sound like Ziad? Why did, am I the only one that thought that Andrew sounded like Ziad? I was like, why is he talking like that? What's going on? That's not a French accent. Like you're not role playing. Like what's happening, but you sound like Ziad. And so I'm gonna put this out there and uh, you, you can check out, cause I reposted this. You can check out our social media to see it. But there's a meme out there that he is a cross between Ziad and um, Colt. So put Ziad and Colt in your mind and you get Andrew. Anyone else see that? Uh, Crystal says, I live fairly close to Andrew. He's a bit strange. Wait, what? Do you know him? Do you know him in real life? Kimberly says, he's creepy, plain and simple. Tanisha, yes, Tanisha, that helium. Rodella says, was anyone surprised by the commentary that she had with her father? Sounds like he could be abusive. Yeah, we'll talk about that shortly. Uh, Master Jack says, his friends are all five years old. He'll, we'll give him a pass on the helium. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but like the five-year-old kids weren't there. He was just talking to camera and talking to his grown-ass woman. So, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot. The outfit, the crown, the helium, after the helium, that weird accent that he was doing. Wait, what? Kimberly has all these crazy stories. I still remember when Colt slid into my DMs. No, thank you. Kimberly, you're going to go ahead and elaborate on that comment. Thank you. Um, Amanda says the hat was a crime. And did they say he proposed on day three? So, yes, let's get back to that. So, they video chat um, and then they talk like every day uh, for some time. And then they decided they were going to meet up. And he asked her where she wanted to meet up. She said Vegas. So they met up in Vegas and he said, he was so nervous. He had butterflies, all this stuff, but she came, she was beautiful. She was like a model, all of this stuff. And they had a great time. They connected. He had set up a bunch of surprises and on day three, so one, two, and three, he proposed to her and she said, yes. They waited for a year for the K-1 visa. So they were doing long distance back and forth. She came to visit him a few times. He went there a few times. Um, and then they finally got their K-1 visa, which I thought was interesting because she said that it was good for five months. And I'm wondering if with COVID and the pandemic, they added the two months because you know, normally they only have three months. Um, but for some reason there's this five. So I'm wondering if, that was COVID related, but there's a snag because Donald Trump set up a travel ban for 
the European Union due to COVID restrictions. So she's not supposed to travel. And Andrew, because he really wants her to be there and he really wants to be with her, went on some K1 message board sites and found out that there's a way, uh, workaround. And the workaround was Oh, you know what? I totally remember that. After Buzz Days. I totally remember the cult DM. Uh, you know, Kimberly, you got you gotta put it in in context. I totally remember that. Um just so y'all know, Kimberly, did you get the hello my DM? And yes, she did get that guys from Colt. So she is one of the special few or special many, however you want to take it, uh, that has seen Colt's micro peen. <laughs> You guys in the comments are killing me. Um, so let me just pop this off. So they're going to Mexico. She's leaving her life with one suitcase. And they're going to go to Mexico, quarantine for 14 days, and hopefully make it into the U.S. And you guys, we already seen some of the things that happen um, in the highlights, so we know that it doesn't go as smooth as they think it's going to go. But before she leaves, she meets up with her dad. Um, and wait, I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about the doctors these have because they do have one more FaceTime call before she meets her dad. And he, Andrew has the Dr. Zeus hat on. And I was like, well, maybe he's on break. And maybe he just stepped away from the kid for a minute and he didn't want to take the hat off. But I was like, is this going to be a reoccurring thing? Like the costumes and stuff? Because I don't know. She's grown and he's grown. Um. I don't know. What do you guys think of that Dr. Zeus hat? I just thought, wow, that's a lot. Yeah, she did like it. She liked it. So maybe, you know, that just goes to show there's someone for everyone. Belly says, when he said, I like your face, I was like, what? He thinks she's pretty. That's his way of saying, you're very pretty. I like your face. Um. So Andrew's quirky. We're giving him that. He's quirky. So after their FaceTime, um, they decide that, yes, they're still going to go through with this, even though there's a risk of coronavirus, even though they might get stuck in Mexico. And even if they don't get stuck in Mexico and they go to the American border, she might get denied or detained, right? Because there's a travel ban and she's not a Mexican citizen. She's not a U.S. citizen. So it's a risk. Anyway, she's packing up one suitcase. There's no way in hell. There's just no your whole entire life, your whole life, you're moving to America with one suitcase. That's impressive. That's really impressive. Um, so she meets her dad and here are some things that we didn't see on camera. So she meets her dad and basically tells her dad that he, get, Andrew gave her an ultimatum that she had to go to Mexico, that he pays for everything and so she really has to do what he wants and really guilt trip 
her into flying, even though she really didn't want to fly during the pandemic, which makes sense. Dad's not a fan of it. Dad's like, you know, I don't like him because I feel like he's forcing you to do this. I feel like this is his idea and not your idea. I feel like he makes you cry. He makes you upset. So I was like, wait a minute. What's this behind the scenes stuff? Because from what they've shown us so far, he seems like he's just quirky, quirky dude in love. But it sounds to me like there's some control stuff behind the scenes that daddy is picking up on and dad's not liking it. And dad, plain and simple, said to camera, I don't like him. Um, Belly says, do we even get to see them together in future episodes? I'm not sure because I know that she gets detained at the border and she has a she ends up in one of those camps um, and it's not a good look. Um, Lita says she's rich and I mean rich rich who Amira is Amira is rich and if she if you mean Amira how do you know that spill the tea um, and then we also meet Connie who is Andrew's sister and we find out that she's pregnant she's not going to have a baby and while they're in Mexico they're gonna they're gonna he's gonna miss the baby shower. And so he buys a little gift from him and Amira, and it's a um a blue, why can I think of the word? A beret, a blue beret for the baby. I was like, mm, I, it's cute. That's a cute idea. But I could also see Connie was not impressed. She's like, oh thanks, it's cute, and shoves it back in the box. And I laughed actually. I was like, yo, she could have used some diapers some baby wipes, some bottle warmers, some onesies. This beret is gonna do nothing for the first like 12 months. So thanks, I guess. That's the vibe I got from Connie. Tanisha says, ultimatum, boot. that's a wrap, boo-boo. And yes, we need to dig into what's really happening here because like I said, they're too normal for 90 days so far. And Kimberly wants to know why is she having a baby shower during COVID? I mean, I had a lot of COVID questions because apparently they had that um, lunch in June. June is just around the corner and he's in California and we've been on lockdown and you guys know that I've been talking how crazy this lockdown is and the mask situation. That's why we're on lockdown because I didn't see anyone wearing a mask if you shot this in June, 2020. And then in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, um, the entertainment industry out here is considered an essential service. So they probably all got COVID tested. And then, you know, that's a, it's not a closed um, set, but it's a closed set outside. So maybe it's that, but yes, Cali is hot COVID city facts. Facts. It feels like we're never getting out of this. It feels like we're never getting out of this because no one wears a damn mask. Everyone's congregating, having friggin' baby showers, and going to lunch without the mask. And then the surprise world lockdown. And first of all, where were they? Because everything is closed. To go and delivery only. So someone needs to tell me what is happening because there's nowhere open. So where are they? Not that I want to go there because I'm not trying to get COVID, but I want to know what, what I'm missing. Like what? Um, 
Yeah, I see with how they act. That's why we stay on lockdown. Facts. We've been on lockdown since March. Since March. We're on curfew and lockdown, y'all. Curfew and lockdown. Kimberly says, I can go anywhere here in Vegas. So, Kimberly, you might have a bunch of people caravanning to Vegas all of a sudden because it's a hot mess over here. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? We just met Andrew and Amira. My gut instinct is telling me that they're going to be uh, one of the couples to watch. I think that not necessarily on the drama end of things, but more on the logistics, how they get together and their journey together. Um, I think that the drama is going to definitely come from Yara and Jovi and uh, the woman that we haven't met yet with the guy from, where is he from? The Belize guy? What's that lady's name? Julie something? The the self-proclaimed cougar? They're going to bring the drama. Mark my words. Because when I saw that preview and she's bringing out the tarot cards and the energy and the hoo-hoo-hoo and her past, I was like, oh, okay. Let me just wait. Let me just wait for them. Kimberly says, my boyfriend and I met during COVID and we've been dating and we've been dating. He takes me out and I was electrocuted and in a fire with burned lungs. I'm like, what? Okay, wait, what? Time out. Kimberly, what? You got electrocuted and you have burned lungs? You're definitely going to need to, I'm so sorry to hear that, but I'm going to need to know more. And I'm so sorry. Like, wait, what? That's why you haven't been around because you've been sitting up getting burned lungs? Jeez. I'm glad that you're okay. I hope that you're okay. I hope that you had a speedy recovery. Um, Chalisa says, so congrats and I'm sorry, question mark. Uh, Crystal says, I'm not convinced Amira ever made it to the U.S. I am. I think that, well, wait, do you mean that she didn't make it into the country and she just got detained because she was in that detention center and then was sent back? Because, you know, immigration doesn't play. So... Yeah, I could see that. I could see that she got detained. And because there's a travel ban, they sent her back. Oh, my God. Kimberly says she was electrocuted on her birthday in July. And then in September, she was in a fire. Tanisha says a man always be leading people astray. LOL. Just joking, kind of. Damn, that's a lot. Belly says, how do you find a man during COVID though? I have answers. Okay, I'm getting sidetracked by the thing. So you can date in COVID because there's that whole like FaceTime dating, virtual dating, whatever, whatever that. And then, you know, because of COVID, I really do think that you spend more time getting to know the person because you're forced to talk to them and uh, talk about substantial stuff. So it might be a good thing in a way where, you know, instead of like rushing, you can't rush because you can't really hang out with them. Anywho, um, 
But if they send her back, isn't she permanently banned? Like up here, if you don't make it past the border, you're not coming in for a while. Well, she's not permanently banned. I don't know where you are, uh, Tanisha, but she can and she can't. She's options. So it depends on the severity of what she did. She can be banned for up to 10 years to coming back to America. Um, but we'll find out. We'll see if she actually made it through. Because if they detain you, it's a bad thing. And immigration doesn't play around in America. However, if she gets an immigration attorney and there's like not a loophole, but there's a a cause and they can prove that there's a cause, then she may have been let in. So we'll see. We'll see about these two. Um, I want to talk about Tariq, y'all. Because Tariq, Tariq. First of all, I'm just going to say this. You all know that I think that Tariq is not a rapper. I think that that is not his spiritual gift, uh, but he insists on rapping. However, I do think he's probably like a business person. And we know that he does real estate and he owns some property. So that that's the first thing that I think is great that he's got going on. The second thing that I think is great that he's got going on is that I honestly, after watching them, I forgot how much he really loves Hazel. This dude is sprung on Hazel. He sprung the way he looks at her, the way he bought that cheesy powder blue outfit to go to the airport. First of all, if y'all know anything about California and you know about going to LAX and trying to get someone to pick you up from LAX, it's a whole thing. Okay. You're probably taking an Uber or Lyft. Second of all, if someone is coming to pick you up and you're dating them, they're probably not going to be wearing a suit and it's probably not going to be powder blue. He's about that girl. He like, loves her loves her he bought her her favorite flower her favorite he wore his he bought an outfit y'all in her favorite color even though that gave me like 1980s and you guys i just watched the two short e40 verses so it gave me that 80s vibe where like pimp daddy hat t-shirt videos that whole that that's the vibe he gave me with that outfit but whatever he's 46 um so there's that. So I think he is a business person. I think he totally loves Hazel, like 100% is like in love with her. So I think that this is a real thing for him. Um, and uh, the other thing I wanted to say is friend Angela. Sometimes, and I'm going to throw it out there, but sometimes the per your person is right in front of you, but you, you want something else. So I think that because Shriek did all these like, um visits to asian countries that he has he thinks he has a type now or maybe he does have a type now and so he wants an asian woman in his life just because now he's like he's part of the culture he loves the language that whole thing but i am just going to throw this out there like angela she's been your day one she's been there in the ups and the downs you said you guys have been tight for 10 years Angela might be your boo and you don't know it because you only see her as a friend and the best friend at that. But don't they say that best friends make the best relationships? And she was asked to me, she was asking all the right questions. First of all, she tried to steer you away from that baby blue powder suit. She was like, it's still in the blue family. We'll get this Royal blue situation going on. It looks bomb. You look good. She tried to do that. That's a good friend. 
then she talked about her concerns with Hazel coming and living with him and Ari, because we know his daughter is autistic and how that's going to be for Ari. So not only is she concerned about you as a friend, she's thinking about your daughter, which I thought, hey, this friend right here, that's your boo. How do you not see that? This Hazel girl, she ain't, okay, let's talk about Hazel. I think Hazel isn't down for Tariq like that. She likes him because he's going to provide a better life for her and her son. Because when she got there, she's like, oh, you know, why, why are you crying? And, oh, you're wearing my favorite color. And the first thing she mentioned was, you know, but she's sad because she left her son. And the first thing she wants to do is make sure that she can um, bring her son over. And then when they were outside of the airport and they did their to camera, she mentioned her son for a second time saying, like, she misses her son. And he's like, and Tariq's like, well, you know, this is how it has to be for now, but we'll get him over here. And then she mentioned her son a third time at the house and how America, the houses are bigger and it will be a better life for her son. So she wants a better life for herself, but specifically for a kid. And, and she thinks that Tariq is the one that's going to provide it. That's the vibe I'm getting from her. And that's the vibe I got from her when we very first met them a few years back to right now. That, that's what I think. I think that she's not really down. He's down. He's sprung. And she's not down. She's not sprung. Um, Kimberly says, Hazel wants a wife with a husband to pay the bills. Facts. And Belly says, by the way, Hazel looks way different at first. I was like, who is this? Yeah, she did show a little bit of affection for sure. Um, but Crystal, when I saw that first kiss, that was like a peck at the airport. There was a peck and then he kissed her again a little bit more. But the, it was and not like they have to totally make out in public. I get it, you guys. I'm not saying that. But she did show more affection than we've seen from her in the past. But it, I didn't see the passion there. Oh, hey, Selwonk. Hey, Selwonk. Hey. Selwonk says that she gained some weight. I mean, it's COVID, haven't we all? Um, so I want to also talk about uh, Dean because Tariq meant, mentions Dean as well. And so we, as we all know, they haven't talked for like a year. And they used to be the best of friends. Dean went to the Philippines um, with Tariq and met um, Hazel. Didn't like Hazel. They butted heads from the beginning. And so that caused a, a, the first rift. And then Dean met his own Filipino girl on WhatsApp and moved to the Philippines to be with her. And for some reason, Tariq took this as had like an issue with it and that caused a bigger riff and Treek says they're not going to ever recover from that relationship. They haven't talked in a year, but here's the thing that we do know is that they are going to talk and we're going to see that on discovery plus on 90 day bears all. And it will be the first time that they've talked since their pillow talk days. And, you know, fans are still reeling because they were fan favorites on pillow talk and they were hilarious as a duo. So, for them to just like drop their relationship and 
Tariq is saying over this rift that they had that started with Hazel is kind of surprising, but it's true. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, Salwalk says, Dean married a Filipino too. What a hypocrite. And Amanda says they have to have Dean back on, right? Yes, they're going to definitely uh, have him back on Berzal. Now, whether we'll see more of him, I don't know, but we'll definitely see him on Pillow Talk. Hey, Lydia. Hey, girl. Hey. So there was that. Um, and then there's also still Minty, y'all. And I, and I said this last week, and I'm going to say it again. They keep bringing Minty up. Uh, Minty's going to be on this this season. She's going to be on the season somehow, some way, whether she's the girlfriend that they get back together with, whatever the case may be. Minty, we're going to see more of her because they keep bringing her up. And you can't just keep bringing someone up without TLC does everything for a reason. And Minty looks beautiful. And I think it's going to be, that's where the drama is going to be. I think somehow Minty's going to get back into this threesome that they're trying to have, the thruple that they're trying to have. And Minty... You guys, Minty is actually gonna want to be with Tariq because remember, her and Tariq met first, and then they brought Hazel in. So he here's my theory: they bring her back, and the tension's gonna come because Tariq is gonna start paying more attention to Minty and not enough attention to Hazel, and that's where the drama is. That's my prediction. That's my theory. I'm sticking to it because. They just keep bringing up this chick for no reason. And it's always a reason. Kimberly says he can only bring one person over. And Selwonk says, I think Minty is more pretty than Hazel. And Crystal says, how do you meet someone on WhatsApp? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have a new dating component. I don't know. It's weird, though. Um, or that like, or I'm thinking about it. You meet them like on a social platform, like Facebook or Instagram. And they're like, Hey, meet me on WhatsApp. Cause that's happened to me before. And I'm like, why would I do that when you're already contacting me here? I'm guessing pillow talk, uh, is on discovery plus because they haven't been airing it. So Yeah. You guys, we talked about this last week, and uh, I read you the email I got from TLC. So uh, long story short, all the new, anything new 90 Day is going to be on Discovery Plus. Uh, there's going to be a time frame in 2021 where you're going to have to have TLC and Discovery Plus. But towards the end of the year, the middle end of the year, they're transitioning all the 90 Day stuff over to Discovery Plus. So... I hope that answers your question. Uh, Kimberly wants to know what the point of WhatsApp is. Okay. Uh, the point of WhatsApp, I have WhatsApp to talk to my family that is in Africa. And because it's via the internet, you don't have these crazy fees as on if you just dial them directly from your phone. Uh, so you're getting free call, international calls. Um, so you can do that. And also, too, because internationally, there are different, um, what's the word, um, phone plans. So there's different phone plans 
but WhatsApp is international. So you can text message for free anyone in the world that has the same WhatsApp app as you. So I use WhatsApp all the time uh, for my family abroad. Uh, Belly says she's messenger uh, to communicate internationally. And Selwonk, like me, says a lot of overseas people use it. Yes. Get ready to pay for 90 Day Fiance, everyone. Have a great day. Master of Black Check says. So back to Tariq. So Tariq says they've overcome a lot of hardships. Um, and he's basically willing to do whatever it takes uh, to be with Hazel. They get to the house. And what did y'all think? Did you think that the house was messy? Because she felt the house was messy. And uh, she didn't. She had never seen a dishwasher before. Didn't feel comfortable with it. Thought the house was a little bit big and was hoping that she uh, ends up feeling more comfortable in the house. What did you all think? I think that she was jet lagged. I think she was overwhelmed. I think she was missing her kids. So everything just seemed like a lot. That's what I think. Um, what do you guys think? Let me know in the live chat. I have my next question for y'all. Is Natalie a Debbie Downer? Julissa says, oh, I missed it. It was a little cluttered, scattered, same as my house. Amanda says, it's messy, messy. And Selwonk says, Treek should have cleaned up the house a bit. And Julissa says, he could have called Mary Maids, LOL. And Lydia says, yes. So basically, you guys all think that the house was messy. I think there were, it was, it was, he could have cleaned up a little bit. He could have cleaned up a bit. It wasn't terrible, but there were some things. All right. Mike and Natalie. Had great sex the night before. Natalie had mixed feelings about everything and anything. And so they're going to meet Bo for lunch. And she's worried about meeting Bo. And she's worried about not having a, a ring. But she knows family is important. So she's open to meeting Bo. However, she meets Bo. And y'all, Mike gets up gives Bo a big hug. Natalie gets up and her arms are crossed and she wanted to just shake his hand, but he went in for a hug. So they did like the awkward hug and she was all smiles towards him and saying that she liked his style and that he was all smiles. And then they sat down and the first thing she asked him was where is she live? Where is he living now? Which I thought was rude of her. Um, and when he said that he was living like not too far down the street and she gave out that big sigh and say, said, good. I was like, this bitch did not just not only have the audacity to kick someone out of a house that she didn't even live in, doesn't even own, but feels like she wouldn't be comfortable in because he's living there. She sighs out loud and says, good. And then she catches herself doing that. So says, well, you know, not like that. We just need our personal space. 
I was like, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stop there for a second. And then she goes to camera after she's being all nice, like, oh, so like, you know, how are you, all of this. But then she starts, he orders one drink and she's like, oh, well, how many drinks are you gonna have basically while you eat? And he made a joke, as many as they'll bring me. I was like, now he's grown. He's like older than you, right? He's in his fifties. He's set in his ways. And how's his drinking affecting you personally? And then she's complaining that she doesn't like how he drinks. Okay, Natalie, calm all the way down because it's really none of your business. You already kicked the dude out of his house. So you need to settle down with your judgment self. Then they order the food. The server comes and she has the audacity to say, yeah, yeah, I'm from Kiev, all of this. And I'm here because I'm a fiance, but I don't have a ring. Bitch, you threw the ring at him, if you forgot, in Kiev. It landed in the suitcase. So no wonder he doesn't want to give it back to you. Because just like I said last week, he's still bitter that you threw the ring that he had to pay money for. Where, remember, he was 30000 in debt the last time we met him. He's paid that off since then. But he had all the debt, and he still bought your ring, and you threw it in his face. So guess what? Yeah, he's a little hesitant to give you it back. And you want to make him feel bad? Girl, bye. Just goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Then, if that's so, you kick out Bo, you talk shit to Bo to his face, then you talk shit to Bo about Bo behind his back, and then you say Bo's not invited back to the house, okay? You haven't even gotten to the house yet, and you're saying that he's not invited to the house, even though you smiled in his face. Then... On the way um, home, you're complaining that it's too dark and the streets remind you of a horror movie. And then you get to the house and you hate the house. You think the house is too small and the walls are too cold. Mind you, you saw all that snow on the ground, right? And you're from Kia, so I know that you've seen snow before. So it can't be that, oh, you have never seen snow before. You're just being a bitch and complaining about everything, everything. Mike asks you like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, I need some time to think about it. I'm gonna tell you this right now. You would not unpack your suitcase. And I'm not surprised that he tries to send you back with your ungrateful self. I, I could not believe how ungrateful this woman was and how every, she complained about everything. She didn't even like his cat. And you guys already know how I feel about cats, but if I'm coming to my fiance's house, that's not true. My fiance would never have a cat. But if he did have a cat and a cool cat at that, um, you know, I would just deal with it. I just wouldn't be a Debbie Downer. I think she's a super Debbie Downer and she was killing my vibe. Lita, yes, I am mad. I think it's rude of her. Uh, let's go and see. I know I did use the B word and I cussed today, y'all, because that's how irritated I was with Natalie. I, you know what I don't like? I don't like ungrateful and I just don't like people that complain all the time, all the time. Like, <laughs> and since I'm on this roll, I just want to say it too. So our social medias are growing a lot and 
you know, 90 day, the melanated way. We're really just about like, we'll talk about stuff, but we're not haters. And I don't understand the people that just come on to hate, hate on things like life is too short and it's too hard. Why y'all like, if you don't like something, like if I don't like something that's on my phone, guess what? I just scroll on by till I see something I do like. I don't stop and take the time and type all this. Not, it's like unnecessary. And that's how I felt about Natalie. I felt like it was unnecessary for her to be complaining because I will say this. Natalie, if I can recall, you were living in a small apartment with your mom. So just like how I said about Yara, what do you bring into the table that you have all these demands besides your assumption that you're coming to America and everyone in America has a ton of money and that you're entitled to it? Okay. Um, let's go to the live chat while we have a little bit of time. Kimberly says, Natalie makes me tired. Tanisha says, the IG be filled with haters. Lord, yes, Tanisha, yes, girl. Some, and some of them don't even make sense. And I don't know if y'all been on our Instagram, but um, Jeffrey is full on battle mode with the trolls. Like all it's been, I thought it would end yesterday, but it's still going on today. Um, Selonk says, I'm allergic to cats. That's why I don't like cats. Um, Tanisha says, I don't like the country either, but girl, he told you he lives in the damn farm. Why you didn't look it up? What an American farm is like, facts. Yeah, and let's talk about that. What's up with the guys up on here having cats? Yeah, because we have the Tim and his therapy cat. We have Colt with his many cats. Mike with his cat. Who else has a cat? Oh, even Adam, the translator is, well, he has a cat rescue, so I give him a pass. But there's something going on with like the whole cat situation and men with cats and all of that. I don't know. I feel like, you know what, if you're a cat lover, so be it. Love, love on your animal. That's all I'll say about that. Oh, hi, Penny. You're new. Welcome. Everyone say shout out to Penny. Hey, girl. Hey. Y'all are talking about WAP, and Crystal said no WAP, I'm sure. Everything about Natalie is dry. Her hair, her skin, her attitude. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. So, I don't know, you guys. I think that they're setting us up for, like, mega, mega drama. And here's what I'll say, okay? We'll do, like, the recap before we end up here. So Mike and Ellie, we already know that. Okay, so I spoiler alert. If you guys uh, watch our news and gossip, we already know how it ends up, but the journey is going to be interesting for us. So we also know that Mike basically kicks her out of the house. So we're going to look forward to that. I think that they're going to have uh, quite some adjustment to go through. 
but I think their drama is going to be that he's still bitter and she's too demanding and she's bitter for the wrong reasons. Um, we already know the problem with Tariq. I just talked about it. Uh, but for a quick recap, uh, the throuple is going to be the issue for Hazel because Hazel wants the girlfriend, but I think the girl's going to really like Tariq and that's where the problem is going to come involved. Um, and then for Andrew and Amira, I think it's the logistics that's going to be their drama. And then for Yara and Jovi, her high maintenance living in the swamp or her words, quote, the trailer park is going to be the issue. And then Brandon and Julia, we already know it's the parents. This is just a smaller version of I Love a Mama's Boy. And that's going to be that. Guys, thank you so much for joining. Uh, we've had a bunch of people, a bunch of new people. Thank you so much for joining us in the live chat and in our broadcast. Make sure that you are following all across social media, uh, 90 Day the Melanated Way. Guys, I am about to drop after I do a couple of things here. The craziest thing, the craziest video that was sent to me about Yara, and I'll give you a hint. The hint is, this is not the first time that Yara has been on TV. That's the hint I'll give you. And I'm going to drop it in about in the next 15 minutes on our Instagram, so make sure you head over there. Um, and then if you guys like celebrity interviews make sure you're following me at linda's so girly and i will pop that up on the screen because apparently there is someone that is trying to act like they're me but they're not uh so linda's so girly is spelled this way uh l-i-n-d-a-i-s-s-o-g-i-r-l-i-e i will be dropping uh, a bunch of Bridgerton interviews shortly, as well as The Wilds on Amazon. If you guys are looking for something amazing to watch, The Wilds where it's at, uh, action-packed, all-female cast, pre predominantly female cast, and executive producer, producer, female, just a huge, strong female team. And the storyline is just phenomenal. I can't say enough good things. So that and then last but not least you guys we're going to have our holiday party tomorrow so make sure that you have an adult beverage with you we are going to send you a zoom link so we're going to have a party on zoom so because the family chantel has ended and it's just before the holidays because my god you guys it's the 21st can't believe it we're going to have our holiday party so get your hair did put on a clean shirt bring the alcohol and we're all going to pop on screen and get to know each other. It's going to be the same time, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And um, if you're a Patreon subscriber, then you will get the Zoom link. And we're going to pop up. And it's going to be a party. And we'll do uh, drinking games for Jean. And we'll all get to know each other. So can't wait to see you guys all tomorrow. Um, I may or may not have pants on, but I'll definitely bring my adult beverage. Until tomorrow, you guys, if you're not at our party, I will see you on Wednesday if you're a subscriber to our news and gossip. And if not, Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you sell, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. Um, just have a happy one. It's been a hard year. So just take a moment to pause and have a just like happy moment, happy time. Eat well, drink well. Yeah, that's exactly it. 
No pants tomorrow. No pants. No pants. <laughs> All right, y'all. Good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.